Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, this is Ming. I just listened to the Tom Steve Dave tribute to Rob Bruce, and I thought I would chime in as well. Um, I felt I felt bad that I, I wasn't able to participate. I, I was out of town, as I am most weekends, and I really wanted to be there, and I couldn't. And I, you know, I did. I didn't want them to wait to record. I, I that no, there was no reason for them to wait for me. And uh, Walt was like, hey, you know, maybe you can send in something that we can attach on there. But I didn't want to break up the flow of their their conversation or have something tacked on to the end. Um, although Brian did throw some ads on there, which I thought was, uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to use the word uh, tacky or capitalistic, but it, it, uh, I, it, come on, I, I, it did make me laugh a little bit. And um, if you listen to the episode, uh, Brian was right. I think Rob would have appreciated that. Uh, this tribute brought to you by, uh, you know, Nature Box or MeUndies. Um, I thought he would have laughed at that, but. Um, I listened to it and I was like, you know, I, I have a couple of things I, I I would like to I would like to add. I would like to add a tribute to Rob Bruce for sure. Um, so, so here we go. Um, first and foremost, uh, Rob Rob was a friend of mine. Um, I'm gonna miss him dearly. We uh, we got along very well. We we went on several adventures uh, actually, and uh, I I love the guy. I was trying to remember the first time I ever met him. It had to be over at, at Jane Sound Bob's Secret Stash. I think I was given a heads up. By Mike and Walt, they're they're um, because I I didn't you know I I didn't grow up here uh, in Red Bank. I came later. I moved here full time about twenty years ago. And uh, Rob had been entrenched in the community already. But uh, I think that I remember them telling me that there was this wacky guy Rob, and he always came to the store and he needed boxes. He was always hunting for empty boxes because he did a lot of uh, mail order and eBay and. If you've done a lot of mail order or eBay, you know the one thing you need is good sturdy boxes. And you can buy them, but it's easier if you get them for free. And uh, you, go, you go to the place where pretty much on a weekly basis, say every Wednesday when the new comic books come in, you get, you get, you get boxes. And typically those boxes either get saved for later use or, or flattened and thrown out. And Rob knew this and he would come. And he would get his weekly, I guess, tribute or just kind of donation of boxes. Uh, I, I guess he knew the store would always give him whatever empty boxes he needed, and um, you know they were they would be, be put to good use. So uh, at least once a week, Rob would stop out down at the store, and uh, I would I would see him every so often, and I would hear about his flea market scores for the most part or whatever he was up to, and uh, they would be. Of course, grand tales of picking up something for you know, say twenty cents, and it was like, oh man, I flipped it for two grand. I was like, all right, cool, Rob. That, that's a uh, that's <laughs> that's awesome. Tell me, and I really like, tell me what 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 possibly could you have found this morning at a fourth rate New Jersey flea market that you flipped for you know a million percent more? And uh, he would tell me, and I was you know as a collector myself. As someone who sold things on eBay, uh, I was I was always somewhat interested. Whether it was true or not, you know, that's up for debate. But it was, it was always it was always a good story. So I thought uh, that was pretty cool. Later on, as we uh, as we worked on the show, um, 
we would uh, occasionally get invited to the same comic book conventions together. I think uh, one of the first ones was uh, L.A. Comic Con in Los Angeles. And I remember uh, the promoter, Regina, was like, hey, would you guys like to come out to L.A. Comic Con? And uh, I, you know, I, knowing, you know, you guys know me, I jumped at the chance. I was like, hey, you know, how about, do you want any of the other comic book men to come as long? And she's like, yeah, uh, you know, who who would be willing, who else would be willing to come? We'll have all you guys out. And I was like, all right, Walt's out. He's not flying to L.A. Brian might come. And at the time, I was like, all right, no, Mike would probably come. And um, how about Rob? Rob Bruce, you know, Rob Bruce, our expert. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I watched the show. He's great. Yeah, tell him to come out as well. And uh, I, to me, uh, I thought it was saying to me, uh, Mike had never been west of the Mississippi River at the, that point, and I don't think Rob ever left New Jersey. Um, at least I didn't. I, I hadn't heard of him ever leaving town. So I thought this was a cool, you know, this would be a cool way for us to go out on an adventure together, and you know, get out of New Jersey. Go see Hollywood, you know. Uh, go see somewhere. Let's let's go. Let's go to the West Coast, like uh, you know Biggie Smalls and, and Puff Daddy. He's like, well, I was like, oh shit, Cali. So I got, I uh, kind of orchestrated us uh, getting flown out to uh, L.A. for what was called Stanley's Kamikaze at that time, and um, kind of a ragtag bunch: me, Mike Zabzik, and Rob Bruce. Um, taking a, a it, w- it was pretty cool. We took a. A fancy Virgin Airlines flight to uh, to Los Angeles. We get put up in a hotel. We get to go be celebrated at Comic Con for three days, and this is pretty early on, uh, 2013, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Halloween weekend. So uh, it, it was cool. We uh, went up to the the airport, got plane tickets, uh, you know, fancy air airplane ride, and um. As anything that goes with the three of us did not go as smoothly as planned and not not something we did. But I remember we were midway in flight and um, I had just I had fallen asleep. But uh, all Virgin flights, if if anybody has flown them, come with a satellite TV. And I remember uh, I, I fell asleep, but I was waking up because there was a commotion on the plane. And I remember looking at. Mike and Rob, I'm like, hey, what's 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 going on? What's why is every why is everyone like walking around? Why is what's going on? Like, check the t- check out the TV, and it turned out that at the LA airport at the terminal that we were landing at, some nut had come with an automatic weapon and started shooting up the terminal, and um, yeah, he just, <laughs> he he just decided to start shooting. I don't I can't remember if there were any fatalities. I know there were some injuries at least. And I think that gunman was apprehended. But I I was like, crap, what do we do now? Like, obviously, we can't leave at that airport. What about the convention? Like, what about everybody on the plane? And, uh, and uh, I remember they were like, well, they're going to divert us to the next closest airport, which was in Palm Springs. And then we were going to take a three-hour bus ride back to Los Angeles. I was like, oh, man. what a <laughs> You know, our first adventure together, going out to a Comic-Con outside of New Jersey. And this, you know, the, a nut shoots up the terminal, get redirected, and everything was up on, uh, in the air. But it was, I thought, all right, well, we can make it. We got we got the Jersey crew. We're, we're, we are together. Um, whatever happens, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, no, we'll get to the con and we'll gather together, and uh, and that you know that eventually that's what we did. We got to the con, 
like three hours late, but better late than never. And uh, yeah, I, I remember we rode the buses from Palm Springs. I remember they dropped us off like five miles from the airport. They're like, well, this is as close as we can get. Yeah, you know, the, good luck, guys. And they dropped us off. Uh, we, we managed to get to the, the Comic-Con. We managed to check into our hotels. And it, it was a it was a great show, man. It was a great show. A lot of people at – we refreshed off, I think, season two or three. Uh, a lot of fans of the show came out. And uh, it was cool. And I, I, I love seeing Rob meeting fans. I think it was the first time he, he, he got to meet fans of the show. It was the first time people who – like a lot of people recognized him. And you know he reveled in that. And we got to um, – you know, we got to be the men, the man. But it was cool because we weren't even from LA; we were from New Jersey. And I was like, "Wow, these people know who we are." It was really, it was really, really cool. Uh, I remember that adventure. I remember that first night. I was like, "Hey, I, I'm taking you out. Let's go, let's go do uh, like the true LA experience." So I remember we, we we rode out. We picked up another one of our Jersey transplant friends, Samantha. Uh, we ended up. I was like, "Rob, you got to try In and Out Burger." Yeah, I get this In and Out Burger. Now the problem is. Rob is Rob's a vegetarian, so he doesn't eat meat. But I'm like, oh, they make a killer. You you can get it without meat. It's still good. It's still good. And uh, that's what we did. And um, I remember we went down to the Westwood area of LA. I was like, all right, um, taking you guys to see uh, this landmark movie that kind of s- started here. I'm going to warn you. This is. Um, this is typically billed as the worst movie ever made, and it was a movie called The Room, which a lot of you have seen by now and recognized as the worst movie ever made. However, at that time in 2013, like only kind of only the LA locals had seen it and discovered the magic. So I was like, I've seen this, I've experienced it. I you guys will love this. Uh Rob was typically known as kind of the guy who he He's a guy who he'll yell back at the movie screen. He'll talk during a movie. And I thought, Rob, this is perfect. This is the room. You can, you know, like <laughs> you go to movies and yell at the screen. You can totally do that here. Like no one's going to yell at you for that. And uh, I, um, yeah, I remember um, he enjoyed it. We all, I mean, how could you not enjoy that movie? But I remember him in, him in particular uh, in particular enjoyed it. So uh, we had a great weekend. I, I remember AMC was like, hey, you're in town. Why don't, you, why don't you come to Talking Dead? We'll give you VIP access to uh, the Talking Dead. And I was like, cool, man. Like we felt legit. You know, AMC, The Walking Dead was like, hey, they want us to uh, to come and be a part in the audience. Like VIP access. We can meet Chris Hardwick and uh, whatever star was appearing on there. I remember the huge thing was um, I think Mike had emailed AMC about getting in. They were like, hey, do one of you guys want to ask a question at Talking Dead? Like, oh, man, that that's cool. But since Mike had said it, I'm like, dude, take it. Take it. Ask the question, man. And uh, so if you see it early, I think season three episode of The Talking Dead, Mike Mike pops up and he gets to ask a question. And where AMC was like, hey, you guys staying in town? Uh, why don't you come, we'll take you out to dinner afterwards. Uh, we're going to take you to this place called Nobu, which we're like, whoa. <laughs> like, Nobu is a pretty high-end Japanese restaurant, like maybe one, like, you know, the high-end Japanese restaurant. So we were like, whoa, we've made it, man. We're going AMC, the Walking Dead Network. I get, you know, our network, but their net, you know, their network really taking us for a high-powered Hollywood dinner. And uh, I, um, 
I, uh, yeah, I, I remember like, holy crap, we roll into Nobu like a bunch of ballers and uh, we sit down and, and they're like, get whatever you want. So, uh, you know, you know, sushi for days, sashimi. And uh, I remember they're like, hey, gra-, they were like, hey, after the meal, they're like, hey, grab dessert. And we, we you know, me and Rob, we go to town, we took advantage because we don't know when this is going to happen again. We, you know, we could get canceled next season and then no more Nobu. But I remember looking o- over at Rob and, um, just kind of like wow, you know we 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 you know started from the bottom. Now we're here. You know we're you're, as like you're you're a toy dealer. I'm a comic book man, I guess. But you know I'm just a nerd from Michigan, and we're with AMC high powered executives. Um, you know eating and running up a tab at Nobu. I thought I remember I looked over at him. And I was like, how you know it's kind of like how the hell did we get here? You know what? It doesn't matter. Let's enjoy this. And, uh, yeah, I remember, though, that night also ended up in somewhat of a mishap, though. Um, Mike and Rob were supposed to go home that night. They were going to take a red eye home, be back on Monday. So Mike could open the store. Rob would be back at his business. But, you know, we were throwing this monkey wrench. It was like, AMC wants to take, out, take us out to dinner. Change your flights, guys. What the hell? You're not going home tonight. You get go home tomorrow morning. Take the first flight out. You'll you'll be you'll still be home by, you'll be you'll be home you know, in time to do to open the store or whatever. Um, but they uh, they didn't have any hotel rooms booked. I'm like, all right, well, well, let's just grab one. You guys can sleep. Get you up at five in the morning. You guys take the first flight out. And um, instead of getting three separate rooms for the three of us, we were like, we'll just get one room. We'll save money. And. Uh, I, I remember I had a share oh god I had a share bed with Mike I, I mean you know start the Brian Johnson jokes for sure but I wasn't gonna share bed with Rob uh, if yeah just you know you <laughs> but uh, if I remember those two they're old men so they fell asleep I was up on, on my laptop doing something and I guess about midnight or one in the morning Rob bolts up in bed just started screaming at the top of his lungs and for like a minute and I remember I looked over and I was like Rob 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 wake the fuck up you're 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 he starts I think he's screaming that he's dying or something he's having some kind of night terror because I, I guess I had kept I'd kept him up too late the night before or that whole weekend we were partying right and I'm like dude you can't go to bed now we got we're in LA you don't know if you're gonna get back let's let's party Ming Chen style and I guess he had not gotten enough sleep that weekend. Both up, had a night par- night terror. Started screaming that he was he was dying. I was like, Rob, you're not dying. Wake the fuck up. Stop. Yeah. And from that point forward, I was like, you know, we're. I am not. I'm not sharing a room with you ever again. I if this is what you're, this is what's going to happen. And I never did. So they made it home okay. And I, I think it was a pretty memorable weekend. Um, and. Um, I remember we ended up getting invited back the next year as well. We had we had to blast them as well. But that LA trip was uh, was one of my more memorable adventures. Uh, I remember me and Rob did a little con outside of Baltimore, and uh, I used to live there. So I, I drove him down. Uh, I took him to my favorite place in the Inner Harbor, a place called Nacho Mama's. I remember he, he ate this big, huge crab quesadilla. I'm like Rob. Aren't you a vegetarian? And he looked over at me. He was like, you know, I'll eat seafood every so often. I'm like, all right. This quesadilla had like a pound of cheese on it. And I remember he's eating this thing. He starts coughing. 
And I'm like, Rob, what's, what's wrong? He's like, oh, I'm, I'm lactose intolerant. I'm like, what? Like, why are you eating this thing then? It was so good. He, he decided to just take the bullet. I'm like, oh, God. Thank God I did not split a room with him that night. He had his own room and whatever happened there, what a, I don't know. But uh, I remember after dinner, I was like, Rob, I'm going to take you to my favorite place in Baltimore, bar none. It's a very retro place right up your alley. You're going to love it. And I took him to a place called the Benji's Drive-In Theater. And uh, it's run by this guy who I think loves nostalgia just as much as Rob did. So I remember introducing them. They had a great conversation. Uh, we watched a movie outside on the big screen. It was a very, very cool night. And, uh, you know, I knew Rob would enjoy it. So I'm like, dude, I'll, I got to take you here. It's one of my favorite places. And, uh, yeah, I think he enjoyed it. So we, we had a great weekend there. And um, I think finally, I think one of my m most fond memories of Rob was, uh, I think, one of these on season three, uh, I'd found out it was his birthday and um, we, we knocked off early that day. And I'm like, Rob, what do you want to do for your birthday? He's like, oh, man, I, I, I don't know. And I, I, I saw he had a surfboard in the back of his station wagon and uh, I was really into getting into surfing at the time. He's like, hey, man, you want to go surfing? I think the waves are, are they're, they're pumping today, man. You want to go surfing? And we went, he was like, yeah. So we ended up going to his surf spot, which is a place called Seven, Seven Presidents Park in Long Branch, New Jersey. And I remember, uh, yeah, we pulled up, strapped down our wetsuits, got our boards off, uh, you know, on and um, out of the car, hopped in the water and just, uh, you know, started surfing. But I, I, I have a very clear and fond memory. I remember we were, we were in the lineup. It was like point break, man. It was me as Keanu and his, him as Bodie, I guess, as Patrick Swayze. And I remember we were waiting for this wave to come. And uh, I remember we both we both, we both both catch it, man. We both catch it at the same time. Both pop up on our boards and we catch it. It's a wave, man. We're, we're surf surfing to the shore. And I remember looking over at him and he's up and I'm, I'm up. We're looking at each other we're like, man, this is like this is magic right here. This is this is what life's all about, uh, you know, catching that perfect wave. And uh, I, I was, uh, that, for whatever reason, that very fond memory sticks out to me. So um, those are my more fond memories of Rob. Um, if you listen to the Tell Him Steve Dave tribute, you know he, you know he he could rub people the wrong way. Um, may have had a few people who did not like him. Um, I personally thought that he annoyed people to death on purpose. Um, that was kind of his strategy. In life, it worked in uh, our weekly poker games. It worked when he was trying to get a deal. And I think it just worked in life in general. So um, I I kind of felt like, you know, like I knew his strategy already. He kind of showed his hand. So it didn't, it never affected me, nor did he, I don't, nor did, did I think he ever tried to annoy me to death in real life, although it happened anyways. But because um, I never had anything to that, you know, that he, he ever wanted. So he never had a wheel and deal with me. Um, but it did, it did rub a lot of people the wrong way for sure. Um, saw him getting a lot of yelling matches, uh, saw him, um, just, you know, agitated a lot and, uh, and, you know, I'm a pretty calm guy. I get along with everyone, but he, he got mad at me a couple of times. Uh, there were some things that I said on our podcasts, which I felt were in jest or just, you know, general Jersey ball busting. But he did not appreciate it at times, and he would he would let me know it, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I I just thought it I thought it was funny, 
And um, yeah, you know, the, I yeah, the, near the end, uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, he was not allowed in the store due to what Walt refers to as the, the incident. Um, if you listen back to episode of the Ming and Mike show, as you know, uh, Rob punched Mike in the back of the head during an argument and he was not allowed in the store anymore. So I, uh, I, you know, if I would usually see him at the store, so I didn't really see him much anymore. And then, you know, I started traveling. I was not home a lot, but I would see him every so often in the street outside of Starbucks or outside the storage unit he rented. And uh, I was like, Hey, what's up, man? How you, you know, how you doing? How are sales? Uh, we talked to him for a few minutes and then be on my way. And uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I don't agree with what he did to Mike whatsoever. Um, but it was so, to me, it, it, the incident was so absurd. To me, it was just a couple of, you know, old men fighting in the back of a comic book shop. And uh, since it was so absurd, I was like, all right, the, you know, this, though we met each other, it will probably blow over in a year where when they realize how stupid it was. And unfortunately, one, two, whatever, however long it never did resolve itself, uh, it did never blow over. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, you know, we found out uh, Robert passed on. Um, but I think as Brian mentioned on the episode, I think Rob would have gotten a kick. I think almost every article written about that mentioned that, uh, you know, reality TV star Rob Bruce. And I think he would have got a kick out of that. Um I think because of the circumstances of his death, um, it got picked up by a lot more outlets than would have had he, you know, had more of a normal death, I guess. And I think that I think I true. I honestly thought he would have gotten a kick out of that. And um, if you do a Google search on, uh, you know, Rob Brewer's comic book and death, you'll pull up an article from the the a paper called The Sun in the UK. And uh, they're pretty much, a, you know, they're a sensationalist paper. But uh, I remember there are, I was like, holy crap, the sun picked this up? Like, you know, the sun usually picks up pretty high profile deaths. And uh, I was like, wow. So, and I remember reading the headline. It said, um, the headline said, Grim Find, uh, reality TV star found dead in storage unit. And I'm like, Grim Find. I, I was like, man, you know, Rob like horror and, uh, you know, Universal monsters, things, things of that sort. You know, uh, Frankenstein. I was like Grim Finders. I, I, I think Rob would have gotten a kick out of that. You know, if you're gonna go, that's the way to do it. Is, is to be a, a, a Grim Find. I think you know him li liking you know things you know things in life that were grim themselves. I, I would have thought maybe he would have you know he would have appreciated that headline. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but you know, those of you who know Rob may agree with me. So uh, those are my memories of, of Rob. Um, you know, and, and whenever he got into altercations with people, uh, usually they're pretty absurd. So I would sit back and laugh, um, whether it be with somebody that I didn't know or somebody I kind of knew, or whether it be with Mike. I would sit back. I would laugh, which I think would agitate the parties even more. Like I, I mean, let's, I'm going to admit, I was the the the, the annoying little brother. I'm not going to lie about that. You know, the the little the little troll that would push people's buttons when that happened. But it was for my own entertainment value. But I mean, come on, you know. I guess that I felt I, I felt Rob was uh, he was kind of like the Wooderson of the nerd world. Uh, you know. He never stopped loving toys and, Jap and, and Japanese collectibles. 
And um, he, he was like that weird high school kid with the weird car that smelled funny. But he was cool because he was a nerd. Um, I guess if you've been watching Stranger Things season four, he was kind of like the Eddie, right? Um, you know, that, that kind of weirdo that people didn't know what to think about. But we knew. But we knew. Like we would go play D&D with him or we would go toy hunting with him or whatever. So um, – yeah, but Rob, essential part of comic book when I, you know, that was talked at at length. So you got, um, you got all of that. But uh, to me, to me, a good friend. Wish I would have seen him more near the end. But um, you know, uh, that that is what it is. Uh, whenever I did see him, you know, we were cordial, and uh, he, you know, he, he, he's, he'll be my friend till the end, and uh, I will miss him. So, yeah. Uh, Rob, rest in peace. And uh, yeah, one more thing. I still see – it's cool. I, I still see people at the, all the cons I go to and they come and say, oh, man, I'm sorry about Rob. I'm like, yeah, that was you know crazy, right? And uh, they're like, man, Rob, what a great guy, man. He helped me find that collectible one time. He introduced me to the world of Japanese toys. Um, he – whatever is usually like he found something for me. And I was like, that, that was Rob. That's what he did. Whether he overcharged you for it, I don't know. But the man was good at making a buck. So, uh, Rob, I love you. Um, I'll miss you. And, uh, you know, I hope you're doing, you know, I hope, hope you're scoring deals up there uh, as only you can. So, uh, yeah. So, I, I, I think that's pretty much all I have to say. And, uh, yeah, that's in my own words. So, thank you, everybody.